drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Touchdown to Cornelius, Marvin Jones. Stafford! Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown to Cornelius. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. D, Troy Kool-Aid, you know what it is. We are here back in the building Wednesday talking Detroit Lions football. Grifka, the one and only, the uh, absolute legend of the show. You know he's here. Grifka, what's going on, buddy? Oh, man, it's uh, Super Bowl week. You know, I'm looking forward to the game. I mean, uh, the, uh, everybody says the vaunted commercials, but uh, I think those are getting a little overhyped, but... You know, just, you know, the big games here, it's uh, going to be here on Sunday. Griff, could you get hyped for the Super Bowl or no? Yeah, I, I like the Super Bowl. It's, uh, it's, uh, no matter, it's like always with the football playoffs. I always watch like the football playoff games, no matter like who's in them and stuff like that. And like even the Super Bowl, no matter who's in that, I watch it. So it's fun to, it's fun to do. Yeah. I'm really excited about the matchup. I, I was telling some friends like early on in the playoffs, I was getting attached to, like non Lions teams. I was rooting for the Texans a little bit when they got rolling. I loved the watching the Chiefs play football. I was kind of pulling for Tom Brady. Like early on in those playoffs, man, they felt like Lions games. I was rooting so hard or kind of in the mix. But for some reason, as we get later, like I was just, you know, if Ryan Tannehill was in the uh Super Bowl, I was boycotting and and same with uh with if you know who from uh, GB was in it, I was gonna I was gonna not be watching for probably the first time in forever because I can't stand either of those two quarterbacks and like I really got a lot of heat, but I don't like the Titans, you know, team overall. And then we got like Green Bay, you know, <laughs> Green Bay, you know, then not much more needs to be said. But I'm really excited about this matchup, and I, it is kind of cool watching you know the compete for the ultimate prize and these really good football teams going at it. It's good stuff. Yeah, like the only team I was really, really rooting against, like you said, was Green Bay. I mean, that was the one I was, you know, I didn't want to see. And uh, even Minnesota to a point when they got, you know, the crap kicked out of them by San Francisco. I was like, good. <laughs> That's all I was. Like, good. <laughs> Griffith, two questions for you. I want you to answer the second one first. Uh, since Minnesota got beat up, I mean, what would be a Griffith analogy to getting beat up in a game of football? I mean that other than not that great. It has, to do, it has to do with the holiday. It has to do with the holiday. Oh yeah, because San Francisco, they Minnesota walked out on the field, and San Francisco just punched them in the face and took their candy. <laughs> there it is. And the first one, can you give the people just just give them sixty seconds worth of Grifka rant about Aaron Rodgers? Oh jeez, I was like watching that game, and I was so happy, you know, that they were uh, that um, 
San Francisco just started to put it on him. And just like the look on his face, you know, uh, at first he was all like, you know, it's like when you get hired into a job, you got to smile. Like, this is going to be awesome. Then you're there for a while. You're like, okay, maybe it'll turn around. And then you're there for a while. It's like, okay, it's time to leave. And you're all depressed and like nothing. That was him during the whole game. You know, like he was all happy in the first quarter. And then San Francisco's like, yeah, we got this. And then, I don't know, maybe he probably made himself feel a little better throwing a couple touchdowns late in the game thinking, oh, okay, we probably made it look closer than what it actually was. But, gosh, nothing's better than watching that team lose, especially with him at quarterback. Oh, gosh, I was just – thank gosh. And we didn't have to listen to a bunch of Packer fans talking about how great they are. It's like, we're awesome. At least we, the, at least we made the playoffs. It doesn't matter. He's still lost, so it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Griffco, what's one word you would use to describe Aaron Rodgers? He's a crybaby. <laughs> for one thing, um, it starts with an S and ends with a G. I don't know, man. Sorry. Rhymes with mug. You say it every time oh, you talk. Smug, about yeah, smug look, yeah. Smug you. lib. You know, gosh, which, whichever one I'm talking about. How do I give you 60 seconds to rag on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? So you don't go to your gimmick about how the trophy's named after their coach. Oh, I'm sorry because that might my. my Voice gets in that high pitched voice, like the dang trophy's named after the coach for Pete's sake. Gosh. <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake, you know, that's going to be a drop. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Good good stuff off the top. Hey, Grifka, um, let's just keep this good vibe going. Uh, and, and I got a little music here off the top. Grifka, Matt Patricia, we won. We did it. <laughs> the Senior Bowl, Matthew Patricia wins the game. I mean, it felt like a lion's dub ski to me. How about you, buddy? Yeah, not as much. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, nice, you know, that uh, it's nice that he was on the winning side. And um, like you said, uh, it was uh, – I watched a little bit of the game. I tend to not watch those college all-star games simply because it's guys out there, they, out there and they have a future. And it's not as bad as watching the Pro Bowl. But, um, you know, guys like pulling up. But nobody's like really like laying out massive hits in those games. And – and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, and you can't blitz. And so you're really not – you don't have true defenses and stuff. So, I mean, they're okay to watch. But uh, I only watched a little bit of the game. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was, it was nice that he was on the winning side. Yeah, absolutely. A little fun off the top there. But, like like I say, um, I, I was just glad to not only see our coach get a dub ski, but have a little mojo, man. He was – he was mic'd up. He's dropping f bombs. He's yelling at people. He was having fun. He was kind of pushing the pushing the players. I mean, I feel like it was the the first real behind the curtains look, curtain look at uh, maybe what this guy is like, kind of you know more of a regular basis than when we see him at the podium or some of the things that he sort of gets beat up for left and right. So I, I thought it was encouraging uh, everybody. Um, we're just going to talk a little senior bowl off the top here in general terms, but please stay tuned after the break. I have a surprise for Grifka. Sometimes before the show, I'll give him a heads up on kind of general things we're talking about. This is not one of those times I have something for him. I think you're definitely going to want to stay tuned and check it out. So uh, Grifka, you better be ready, buddy. And, uh, yeah, like I say, going back to the Senior Bowl, I mean, I'm totally not with you. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter if, if you can bring all types of wild blitzes and, and I, you know, you say they're not 
tackling. I mean, did you watch the Pro Bowl? I'd say it's quite a bit better than that. I mean, who does watch the Pro Bowl? But I saw like a couple seconds of it, and it was it was an absolute embarrassment to everything that is football. But the Senior Bowl, I mean, those guys are still going hard. They were making plays uh, overall. I. I still got to do some catching up, not only on the game, but some of the practices and, and get dialed in a little bit to who showed out well and whatnot. But I have some thoughts on it. But I mean, speak a little bit to just overall. Did you see the Matt Pat uncensored? Did you just like kind of his his sideline comedy routine? Did you like the fact that his players gave him a Gatorade bath after the game? I mean, to me, there was just some encouraging things just saying like our coach getting a somewhat of a win under his belt or just getting that, that mojo back that uh, he's going to need to have heading into 2020. Well, one thing I did like was that um, was, I, I don't know if you've seen the clip of where um, there was a fumble snap or something with Shea Patterson and he kind of like re- he really chewed him out, you know, and, you know, like you said, dropped a couple F bombs during that uh, tirade. But uh, the one thing I really liked about that was that it seemed like, um, I don't think that ever happened to Shea Patterson at Michigan. So it was it was nice to it, it was nice nice to see that. But um, then there was um, a couple things during the week. I, I want to kind of ask you about uh, like all these tweets are coming out and like people that were like watching the practice. And there's like some people's like, yeah, he's handling pretty well. You know, like they like how they do this. And other people are saying like he runs us like a high school practice or they're doing an awful lot of conditioning for one game. It was kind of like. Total opposite ends of the spectrum. Either some people are just really bashing him, or some people are really loving it. Did Did you happen to see any of those tweets or comments made by people? Oh, Grifka, 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 Grifka. Of course, I saw these tweets. If you would pay attention to the Detroit Kool Aid Cast feed when you're not on it, you would see that I did a whole show, a whole 25 minutes on everything Matt Pat mic'd up and what people have to say about him. I also talked about it on my new podcast, Believe in Lions, which debuts on Monday. I talked to about it with Logan, where we said, screw all these people that think he's, uh, you know, you know, he's not doing what they want. These are media. These are these are draft nicks that are showing up uh, complaining on Twitter that, oh, we didn't like the practice. There wasn't enough of this or that. Like, me and Logan were like, hey, you know, go run a Detroit Lions practice. Run what you want to run. Coach them how you want to coach because you're trying to get the, the leg up if, if these guys can play for you. You know, what, what kind of toughness do they have? You know, what are they built on? You know, can they, can they survive kind of the way that you – coach so i i thought you know i again i just sort of looked two three layers deep and say you know i think that was the first day there was some beefs about some little things but again he he came in wanted to run in a certain way he i had heard jim Nagy, the leader of the senior bowl say that matt pat came in really prepared he had actually studied previous coaches and coaching staffs and what they did at the senior bowl so he didn't just walk in there and say oh we're just gonna run this or do my same old routine he definitely had a plan but it was definitely tailored to more what he wanted to see more what his team is built on i believe and still got in you know towards the end of the week they were they had flipped those reports where people were saying wow got a lot of one-on-ones really high tempo you know really um you know, enjoyed what they saw. So I think it's just, you know, a couple people screaming early and that's what people remember. And then late in the week, uh, his players obviously really liked it and uh, got out of it what he wanted to. And, and, and the opinions had flipped. So I, I felt really good about it, especially the, the uncensored mic'd up, you know, some of that, like, Hey, if you can't take it, get out of the kitchen, but I'm gonna coach you hard. And then I'm going to, I'm gonna give you uh, a pound when you do well, I'm going to, you know, raise you up when you, when you win. <laughs> 
<clears throat> excuse me, when you win ball games and do good things, but he's not going to just sit around and, uh, and, and not coach these guys hard and not be himself. You know, a lot of people go in there, Oh, I'm mic'd up. Oh, I better be uh, real nice today. I better not say anything. I better make sure I cater to ESPN. Like he was just Matt Pat from what I could see. Yeah. Like, um, like you said, the best thing is he's showing how he's going to coach and he's um, looking for guys that are being able to coach that coach that game for any coach that goes there, whatever team. So, I mean, those players going to know like this, how he's going to run practice. And like, like I know you always mentioned the Codwell um, golf, he was at um, country club, you know, so he obviously doesn't coach that way. So they're going to know. And it's nice that he kind of got in those kids faces, you know, like the, the Shea Patterson one is the one everybody's pretty much seen, but it's nice to know. It's like, Hey, if you're going to come in the pros, you, you might be able to like be big man on campus, but you're going to be a rookie in the pros. You're going to be a, you know, small fish in a big pond. So, you know, don't think that you're going to come in and just kind of rule the world. You're going to have to prove yourself. So, yeah, showing the way he coached was like the biggest thing. Like you said, getting that job, you know, running the practices how he wants to run them, you know, letting them know. And like you said, if those other people were coaches, they could play flag football at those practices if they wanted to. But, you know, since they're not coaches, they don't get to. So, sorry. <laughs> Griff, I hate it when you start saying, you know, like you said, or some of your gimmicks, and I just take my hand off the Griff Cabell and I miss it. But I try to keep up with you. But man, it's tough. Yeah, um, yeah that that's good stuff. Let's. Uh, so real quick before we take a break, my general thoughts were, you know, all Lions Twitter went crazy about Bradley and I, Josh Uche, all these guys, you know, that kind of showed out. You know, oh, take them in the second round now. Take them in the top of the third round. They they got to be on the Lions, like. You know, I, I think those are two guys that had good weeks. You know, they, they're positions of need. You know, I'm not saying don't take those guys. I'm just told people calm down, you know, the day after the senior bowl or during the game when people are just inflating these guys or just kind of overthinking it when the draft comes, you know, they'll be slotted accordingly and you can take them. I mean, there were some there's guys that lots of positions of need. You know, I, I try to detail some guys before the senior bowl that either had my eye. And then now after, you know, I have, I'll have some, some revised takes on some of these guys. Not that I'm totally flipping my opinion. I just got to know some of the names, the faces, what I saw and, and can draw some different conclusions. But I just, I just think my general thoughts are I'm, I'm glad Matt Patricia coached him hard. I'm glad we got to see his personality. I'm glad his team got the victory. I'm glad they scored some points. I'm glad, you know, the defensive players were able to get off the football and, and get after the quarterback a little bit, you know, from the north side. You know, Bradley and I, I think, had a couple sacks. Uche got there a couple times. One time even two-hand tagged the quarterback, which I thought was funny, but also kind of respectable because you don't want to just crush Justin Herbert, I believe, was the guy that he kind of could have could have hit hard and just kind of tapped him and then – Herbert ran for 15 yards, but, um, you know, overall, I just thought it was a pretty good week across the board. You know, once he got through the initial Rocky stages of people kind of nitpicking what he was doing and, and then the language and whatnot. And then after that, it was a pretty good week for the, uh, the Detroit lions as a whole, as well as, you know, got some players that'll be on the radar from the senior bowl perspective. But again, you got to always remember the, the juniors are really the studs. So as much as I'm going to take some of this in, you know, some of the underclassmen are usually the, the guys at the top of the draft board. So that was my thoughts at the senior bowl. Grifka, uh, again, I know you're probably out at the park or kind of, you know, at a function, but did you catch any of this game? What'd you think? Like I said, I tend not watch them, but I did watch a little bit because there wasn't a whole lot on television. Um, so, um, but yeah, like, like the biggest thing is the, 
Uche, I did, I saw the the plays that he he made, and I don't want to say like it opened my eyes, but because I saw a lot of Michigan games, haha, you can laugh at me sitting in my easy chair. But uh, there was it was things where I was like, kind of where was that at certain points of the of the year, but um, you know, like like I said, that that game had a lot of names where um was it um I can't remember his name off the top of my head, the wide receiver from Liberty, um. I, I'm sure you know it, but um, I can't remember him. He he looked pretty good, and then um, actually I I kind of like Justin Herbert in the game. I thought he looked okay, but I know the Lions are going to be worried about a quarterback. So, um, so but yeah, it was a it's it's fun to watch if if uh, if you like watching you know college ball. But like I said, it's just those games are difficult for me to watch. Grifka, did you really circle the uh, in red pen? the wide receiver from Liberty, Antonio, I believe it's Gandy Golden, AGG. Is that really your guy that you, you were wowed by? Come on, man. I mean, he, he did a couple of nice things. That wasn't one of those things where I'm, like, I'm screaming first-round pick or anything like that. He's probably still a mid-round pick. but <laughs> He played at Liberty, bro. And be, you just like him because he has kind of an awkward name. You'll probably have him in the second round before we know it. Uh, I know he gets pub for his speed and some of his ability, but uh, – no, thank you from my perspective. Really? You wouldn't even take so. him if you sitting there in the fifth round? He <laughs> went to Liberty, bro. <laughs> That's going to be my take every time, and I'm sure the draft Knicks are going to kill me for it. But, I mean, come on. I mean, in my, in my big book of uh, my big book of draft, he's going to be like, he I. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta wait till we get to the tight end from Dayton, straight up Dayton, Ohio. My some of my roots when I had to be down there, and I'm still not taking a tight end from Dayton. I don't care how big he is or how good people say that guy is. No, thank you. Oh my goodness, I'll probably do like a bonus show, or I'll, I got to get my other thoughts together on this whole Senior Bowl, and I'll give people a whole breakdown on things I took away and some of the guys I spotlighted, I'll circle back and kind of say what I, what I liked and what I didn't, but uh, Griffco, let's take a quick, uh, we're going to take a pause, get our sponsors in anchor and Spotify. We always like to get them in on the show. Appreciate you guys listening to those ads as well as uh, visiting those websites really helps us out. When we come back, Griffco is going to have a surprise and it's going to be super entertaining and fun, I think. So please uh, stay right with us. We'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. Back in the house after the break. Griffsky. You waffle maker. Uh, do you remember in school when the, when the teacher would come in and you'd be like, oh, man, another day, you know, maybe watch a movie, do whatever. And they say, put your books away. It's pop quiz time. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't study. I don't even know what this is on. I've been sleeping the whole last week. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to make my way through this pop quiz? Grifka, that's got to be what you're thinking right now, because. We are going to do a pop quiz for you on the Senior Bowl, which, again, you said you didn't watch much of, but don't you worry. I'm not going to put you to the to the test yet or hold your fire to the feet, as I will later about the draft process. But we are going to do a Senior Bowl pop quiz called Spell 
school, or spot. <laughs> and, and the way this is going to work, Grifsky, your waffle maker, is I got 25 names here on my list. I have the name of the player, the position, and the school. For each guy that I name off, I'm going to need to get from you two out of the three. And I'm going to kind of pick pick those as I go. So you're either going to have to spell the last name, you're going to have to tell me the the school they they attend or the spot they play. Now I've got you projected at like, I mean, gosh, you always say C's get degrees, but you ain't getting 70 on this. I got you at maybe 50, 50. Cause I gave you some softballs on this thing. So do you think you can handle this? So just for an example, you would say what, like Shay Patterson and I'd have to spell what, like Shay or Patterson and say QB Michigan. Is that, is that what you're well, saying? Well, that one because Patterson would be so easy, and but you that, that's just an example. Player. Sorry, I'm just yeah, one. but I would I would probably say like say you weren't a Michigan fan, I would say what school and and position does he play because anybody can spell Patterson. I'm gonna try to gotcha. mix it up that way. Some okay. of them I'm not gonna have a choice, but I'll still ask for what two I'd like from you. Okay. How how well do you think you're gonna do before we get into this? Um, let's see here. Don't, I, mean, I would say don't Google, but pulling back the third wall again, I know that Grifka does not have a computer anywhere near him. I know that he cannot pull these up quickly enough to, to cheat, so I think I'm good. Well, let's put it this way. You ever watch The Simpsons? Did you ever watch The Simpsons? There was an not episode all. where Otto goes to get his driving test, and like Selma's like giving him the test, and she's, he's like, she's like, I got two pens. I got a black one, and I got a red one. And he says something, and she goes, we won't be needing the black one. So um, that's kind of how I feel with this right now. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it means he's going to be – the test is going to be marked red the whole time. That's what it's going to be. Like, oh. you, know, you get a bit marked wrong for red. Okay, I got you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you ace every test where all you got was the black pen with the smiley face? You didn't no, get the red pen. Know. like, wrong. <laughs> Oh no, I've got I've got some red pen, but yeah, th- this is going to be a lot of red pen, I think. But I think it'll be okay. entertaining for our group. So l- let's jump into this, Grifka. Okay. Your your first name will be Michael Ojemudia. I would like the name, spelling, and the school, please. Okay, Ojemudia. Um, was that O J M U? It's like, well, Michael Jamudi, I just, I know he went to Iowa and he was a defensive back. <laughs> well, that's not the two I asked for, so that's incorrect. Let me get my red I'll pen out here. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Oakry. I, I had to duck in here. This is a recording after the podcast. So that was the first question on the Grifka Pop Quiz about spelling, school, or spot. And it got ugly after that. Grifka got all hot at me, got all bothered. We, uh, I tried to have some fun with it, but uh, he hasn't done a study yet. He hasn't, uh, didn't get to watch much of the Senior Bowl. So what I did is I just took the segment and I cut it down to about, uh, it's about seven, eight minutes of just me asking the questions and then where his answers were. I, I put in some funny sound bits and try to just mega mix it together and, and keep it short. So the next few minutes will just be little segments. Uh, little pieces of of the questions I asked with some funny sound bites. Uh, hope you enjoy it, 
and then uh, we'll we'll kind of end this show on a serious note, talking a little bit about uh, Kobe and paying our respects before we get out here on the Kool-Aid cast. So just wanted to duck in here and, and tell you what we're doing. Uh, change we made, a call to Audible on the fly, and uh, still hope it works for you. Hope you guys get a few laughs, and uh, hopefully Grifka isn't too offended. Just uh, not only try to have a little fun with the trivia game, but want to talk some Senior Bowl, man. That's the thing that's going on right now, and it's a big part of the draft process. So... Anyway, here's my uh, quick mega mix that I threw together. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, check out the rest of the episode. Thanks. Shock the system. This next one, Joshua Uche. The spelling and the position, please. Nope, nope, nope. This one I have, Jason Strobridge. I would like the position and the school, please. All right, Grifka, we, we went over, I think this next one, I, I mean, we, we got to get this one. I mean, come on. Kenny Willikis, I would like the position and the spelling, please. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful to, to perform like that. Pitiful. It sucked. It stunk. Grifka, I thought you'd be a spelling master. Like It's a bad decision, period, point blank. You're the you're the intellectual on this show. I thought with all your oh, all your reading and all your stories, I was like, man, Grifka will be a spelling whiz, but but not so much for. Him. All right, Grifka, another tough one, but I believe in you, Matt Hennessy. Drink it in, man. I would like school and the spelling, please. Well, I guess I'll start with Hennessy. H e n n e s e y. <laughs> if I wrote it right, which I think I did straight off the Senior Bowl website, I thought, I mean, Griff has been known to dip into this beverage from time to time, I believe. Yeah, so. Not really. <laughs> I don't drink a lot of cognac. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! <laughs> H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y is what I have here. Do you know what school uh, he attended? No, I couldn't even tell you. Interior lineman from Temple, another guy to keep on your Lions radar. A uh, guy that they could look at later, later in the round. That drives me freaking bonkers. All right, Griff, let's keep it moving. We got to go rapid fire on these. Adam Troutman, just give me the position and the school, please. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I referenced him earlier for the people. Tight end, Dayton. Keep him on your radar. I could see the Lions taking him in the sixth uh, sixth round if he's still there. It's like, duh. It's like, duh. It's like, duh. Antonio Gandy Golden. A-N-T-O-N-I-O. Gandy, G-A-N-D-Y. Space, hyphen, whatever you want. Golden, G-O-L-D-E-N. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. We're on the board. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That is incredible. Kindle Vildor. I'd like position in school, please. I mean, he probably went went to like North Dakota and he's probably what, edge. I mean, I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta do your homework gotta put the work in Grifka he's a cornerback from Georgia Southern Grifka I thought you were gonna do your your draft homework this year there's only like 50 players or, or what probably 60 some players at the senior bowl you gotta know these names you, know, right, how I stu- you know how I study right when's the draft April 
I mean, we're not even close to that. I mean, give me a break. I'll give you a break after we work our way through 12 of these, uh, next 12 of these names. Step your game up. Darnay Holmes. I would like the school and position, please. Ah! No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. The, re- the other reason I'm doing this, Griffith, as an exercise is I'm sort of, I'm sort of edumacating you as I do on the show here. Know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. Okay. Darnay is a cornerback from UCLA. He's quick. He's got oily hips. He can get after the football, but he's also kind of a hit or miss player. So boomer bust, but I, I like him as a, as an athlete at corner. But until then we got Jabari Zungia. This was the this was the darling of the Senior Bowl. He was talked about throughout the process. If you watch any NFL Network, if you watch anything, you'll know this guy. His name is Kyle Duggar. Uh, do you know the position and the uh, and the spelling of the last name? Because I, I know you don't know the school. That was a disgraceful performance. Grifka, come on, let's let's make this two now. Javon Kinlaw. I'd like position and school. He's out of South Carolina, and I believe he's, I believe he's what listed probably what as a defensive tackle. Woo! Drink it in, man. To be the man, you've got to be the man. Boom, Lloyd Crushenberry the third. I mean, it sounds like a. Uh, being one of those Bud Light commercials, um, Crushenberry. Let's let's go with position in school so we can keep this moving. We... Oh, oh, oh! This guy, I read up on him. If you, if you listen to the Kool Aid Cast, where I did my uh, Senior Bowl, you would have heard me talk about well, a lot of these guys. But this guy, especially Hakeem Davis Gaither. Do you know his position in school, Grifka? I I can't remember off the top of my head, but I have heard the name. I have heard the name. I have heard the name. Bro. All right, Grifka, another name that's going to be one of your favorite names of the draft. This is another reason I want to do this quiz, because I thought you'd have some names on the tip of your tongue that you loved already. Like, I don't know, Rocky Sin. This one's almost as good. Prince Tega Wanogo. Offensive tackle. Do you know the school, and can you spell Wanogo? Um, Policy is still the same. Check the report. Grifka, you know this guy. You've watched him as well. Rodrigo Blankenship. Position and school. Gripka. Oh, that was another. That was another layup I gave you. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, position and school. Are you, are you waving the white flag, sir? I thought yeah, we were gonna have. I waved people. the white flag probably 15 names ago, but it's like, duh, that drives me freaking bonkers. What the hell are you doing? It's like, duh. For everybody listening out there, other names I was gonna have fun with was P. Ryan. He's a running back out of Florida. I got Joshua Degura. He's a tight end out of Cincy with a crazy spelling of Degura. Then I got one of my favorite names of all time, and this guy was way off my radar, but now he's like said to be one of the top receivers in the draft. Van Jefferson 
wide receiver out of Florida, skinny beanpole, but looks like a freak athlete. Another guy that people love at receiver, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, Arizona State, Ayuk, A-I-J-U-K. And then my final one for Grifka would have been Bradley Anai, who is an edge out of Utah, showed up big in the Senior Bowl. Lots of people projecting him maybe to the Lions. A-N-A-E. Uh, liked what he did. I mean, lots of players from Utah. There's even a linebacker, Bernard, I believe was his last name, playing middle linebacker that Matt Pat really seemed to love. So I could see the Lions taking a couple Utah Utes here in the draft. But uh, that was that was my Grifka pop quiz. We're trying to have some fun with spelling, schools, or spots. I mean, didn't quite get to the percentage I hoped, Grifka. I, I did think you, you did nail some of those. You got a couple of them. You, you worked at it. You gave it a shot. Um, that, that's all I got for the game show today. Okay. So I don't get to go on Jeopardy and I get the turtle wax. Got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, definitely turtle wax. So uh, definitely not the, the brand new car on that one. So I had 25 names. I'd say probably 10, 12 of those are on the lion's radar guys that you may see wearing the Honolulu blue later in the process. So we'll see what happens. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Grifka, um, hate to do this, and we kind of like didn't know how to approach it on the show, but the the big news as we kind of end the show here has been uh, the crazy, sad, just, I don't know, just out of the blue passing of Kobe Bryant. I, I know I was kind of getting getting stuff going on, on Sunday there, kind of busy with a bunch of things, and then, you know, all of a sudden it, it popped up, and I, I couldn't believe what I saw, and then I kind of had to circle back and, you know, make sure it was real and kind of wanted to, couldn't believe what I was hearing to me. This was probably the biggest sports loss since I've been alive, to be honest, as far as a a top player, but guy that's world renowned, a guy that still pretty much in the prime of his life, just left the game. I was really taken aback by it that whole day, basically kind of stopped what I had for my plans that whole day and just kind of got back home and sort of watched, watched what everybody was saying and kind of got up to speed on this thing. I just thought, get some of your thoughts on how it hits you. You know, where were you kind of like what you've been thinking since it's still kind of odd to even think about that. He's not around anymore. Yeah, actually I was um, sitting in my living room and, um, you know, posting some stuff on eBay and my buddy texted me and I'm like, huh? And, um, and it was just like another friend, pop through because we're all kind of out of chat and uh and he's just like for real and it's one of those things that instantaneously changed the channel over to like nba network and nothing was on there yet so i sat there and watched it you know you want instant gratification you know to find out something so i put to like espn and nothing had come across yet so it's one of those things you kind of hope it's like you know maybe one of those rumors when you hear somebody dies and then a couple minutes later another one of my friends pops through kobe just died helicopter crash and it's just like yeah i'm like yeah i just heard that and then then i flipped back to the nba network and then it kind of like hit and i was just like whoa and it's just it's one of those things like you know we have discussed it it's just um 
I never did watch. You know, there's a point where I kind of stopped watching NBA basketball. It was after um, I don't know, probably within like the last five years or so, I kind of stopped watching it. But I, I was still watching basketball when Kobe and Shaq were together, and it was just one of those things. Just like even if it was on the Lakers, just like and you hated the Lakers, you realized he's good. That's all you can say is like he's good. And like you said, how all these people from other sports are like tweeting out and like all these pictures i'm sure people have seen the picture of like what darius slay with you know kobe you know and, and pictures so it's stuff like that so it is it's more like i don't know it's just like it's just one of those things like man i just saw that guy play and he wasn't old or anything like that you know it's just one of those tragic things that you still kind of like I don't know, you, you still understand why people are talking about it the major sports networks even regular regular news are talking about it so yeah it's just it's gonna be one of those things just gonna take a while to uh you know like damn you know even like it'll catch you one day you're like damn that yeah he is gone so it is just it's pretty sad yeah it's real sad i mean for me it's i I just put a couple things out about him like I, i kind of as honest as i could be like i sort of grew to not only like but respect you know, Kobe on the court and he really seemed to grow into a, a good family man as time went by. You know, I, I know, you know, back in the Pistons heyday, you know, winning the championship and stuff, you know, uh, wasn't on the top of any of our radar as far as, you know, our favorite players. But, you know, later in, in the league, I know me and my buddies would always be like, Kobe, you know, just because like every time you watch this guy I'd be dropping, you know, 40 points, he was an absolute top competitor, just one of those athletes, no matter what sport just the way that he would compete, the way that he was tough, you know, he'd be tough on his teammates. He, he would D up as well as score the basketball. That was always good to watch. And like I say, I mean, what four daughters and really a lot of great photos coming out about him hanging out with his daughters at the game and sort of having that part of his life together, um, obviously had some transgressions and some issues as well, but just the fact that it was not only so sudden, but such a routine thing, you know, this guy took helicopters, thousands of times you know they said he took it to practice and all this stuff and just reminded me not only is tomorrow not guaranteed but it also is gosh it's just you never know it could be anything you know it could be walking on the side of the road you could be riding your bike you could be on a flight you could anything can happen and it's just a, a solemn reminder you know that not that we take it for granted but just to know that you know, don't assume somebody's going to be there tomorrow or you see him next time or, you know, everything's always going to be all good because this guy had everything going in his life, had a crazy future in front of him from a storyteller perspective, already won an Oscar, going to do big things. And to just have him be gone and his daughter in a flash, as well as the other people on that plane is just a sobering reminder that, you know, just to keep the people that are close to us close. And like I say, just don't pass up that, that chance to visit or to hang or to call or whatever it may be to somebody that not only is a friend, but even some of those on the outskirts of our life. So it's hit me hard, man, just across the board. And like I say, just being such a big sports fan, a really top athlete that you just hate to see gone. I would just would have been a fixture of the game and of all sports for the next 30, 40, 50 years, and now he's just not with us anymore. So, like I say, uh, just shout out to his family and everybody involved and thoughts and prayers and just hope that everybody could sort of work their way through this and hopefully that it just kind of wakes some people up as well of just, you know, hugging their parents and, and 
making sure they're on top of it. But like I say, just kind of a crazy thing that happened in the last couple of days. We had to sort of address it here at the end. So you, you got anything else, Grifka? Or... No, nah, man. Like you said, though, uh, he will be missed. You know, keep the ones close to you close. Yeah, absolutely. So, Grifka, we, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the the fun of the Lions sort of winning or Matt Patricia winning at the Senior Bowl. We, we gave some general thoughts of that since it just ended. We uh, tried to have a little fun with the Grifka pop quiz, and then we had to bring it down and kind of have a sobering moment here at the end. So I think what we'll do is, you know, again, in the show, we tried to laugh and have fun, but we also wanted to just touch on this. So I think it's only fitting to kind of go out of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast with 24 seconds of silence. We won't even play our uh, fun music at the very end. We'll just leave this as is. So we just say thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And like Grifka said, so poignantly um, Kobe will be missed thoughts and prayers to his family, an absolute leader, a legend on and off the court. And with that, we're going to sign off right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Kobe, Mamba, out.